I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! going on hey welcome to i don't know what number episode this is but number nine i think oh tight welcome to i think nine i also put up the like a, a mat for this episode and i put the date wrong oh tight <laughs> i said friday the 19th and it is friday the 18th so fuck me so um yeah so you're you're sitting here with not only larry dub printer but um larry the printer who has no uh quality control apparently <laughs> Zero quality control. And fact that Steve. At on the show and at work. True. <laughs> what it do, baby. And Mill, what's up? It's your boys. Alright. So we have been kind of talking about this topic or like talking about how we were going to do a podcast on this topic for weeks. So we're doing boy bands today. True. And before we get yes. into it, I just want to say I I know we're gonna talk about some related things. I've was thinking that we would do like boy bands, girl bands, and solo pop artists, but I feel like boy bands and girl bands and then solo artists could all actually have their own episodes. Because there's a lot to cover. True. Like, there's a whole lot. To- it is a lot to cover. Because if you just do like cheesy late 90s and early 2000s pop music as a whole, it's going to be a three hour episode. Yeah. And so, like, to me, too, I'm even trying to limit. Like, I know people were hitting me up. I was asking people online who their favorite or who the best is. And people were going back to, like, Jackson 5 and, like, um, different, you know, older acts. And then, like, obviously, I brought up, like, One Direction because they're a boy band to me. Or were. Sure. But then people were bringing up, like, Boys to Men and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I think they elevate more to, like, R&B singing group. Yeah. Boys to Men is absolutely just an R&B group. So, to me, I just want to say, I don't know if there's an official term or concept or definition for boy band. But to me, it's, like, a assembled group of boys to like either they could assemble it or somebody else would put together who are singing pop songs usually written by other people for radio yes, absolutely. you know so that's kind of my thing is like there are a lot of groups but there it's more than a group it's more of like a, a specific assembled pop boy group Sure. So that's where I want to just before we start cuz people are going I know people are going to hit me up be like what about this band it's like yeah but you know, it's it's. I don't want to be too broad because then we're going to be fucking talking about the Beatles and Blink One Eighty Two and all that. And that's because I mean, yeah, technically Blink One Eighty Two was a boy band, kind of. But then they were just a boy band who had 
Fender guitars that were pink. Well, and they and they said wrote dick jokes. they wrote and played their own music. And I'm not taking away from people not writing and playing. I'm just saying that that's usually sure. the the case. It's a it's a it's a business model. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I don't know if where you guys want to start. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Well, I mean, how far back in time do you remember like that? conceptual thing of a boy band existing um i kind of was born into it and the reason i say that is like even though like backstreet boys and nsync didn't start until i was like i was still really young but i was not when i was born um new kids on the block was like the biggest band in the planet when i was born and still the goat today yeah but um my cousin uh one of my older cousins her favorite band of all time is new kids on the block and to, to the point where like they, they go on the cruises and like they know some of the Wahlbergs and stuff my two cousins like, there's new kids on the block cruises yeah like they've been on them they've been like back like i could sh- i mean they're very very cool like like with the band and they've seen them a billion times so i kind of grew up like not listening to it as much but knowing like oh that's you know my my cousin's favorite. like hearing the name but like sure. by the time I was getting CDs and tapes and stuff, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were kind of the two big ones. Yeah, and there's other ones that we'll talk about. But I mean, so I'll say that like I'm not gonna pretend like oh I was, like I wasn't listening to New Kids on the Block because they broke up when I was like two. Sure, but you know what I mean. I was listening to New Kids on the Block heavy as fuck when I was like three years old, four like four years old. I was fucking super into them. Was your sister into them? Maybe. I was just I curious. Don't recall, because... But I do recall, like, they had, like, a Disney concert that I had on VHS. And, like, we, like, ripped off the TV, and I watched that shit all the time. I had, like, a couple, like, New Kids on the Block toys and shit. Oh, like the Jordan doll with the rat tail? Rat tail the head. fucking rat tail that's, like, as long as me? Yeah. And that was, like, way fucking long as hell. Um, before New Kids on the Block, there was, like, Color Me Bad and shit like that. Well, New Edition um, is probably, like, the one... Like, they're, like, the reason New Kids on the Block started and Maurice Starr, like, kind of had his hands in both of them. So I feel like they're an, sure. they're an important starting point, but they don't... They really didn't cross... Like, they kind of were, like, the precursor to what became. Sure. Because New Kids on the Block is the reason for Backstreet Boys and Sync. Yeah, and me. Well, right, but I'm saying, like, Lou Pearlman... I don't know if you guys watched the Lance Bass documentary. Um, I want to. There's a Lance Bass documentary? Lance Bass made this documentary about Lou Pearlman and basically how he screwed all those bands out of money. Uh, Lou Pearlman was a real big son of a bitch. Yeah. So it's a great documentary. I, I can't, I'll, have, I'll have to look up the name, but I recommend watching it. Um, but um, basically, he, would, he was involved in renting out planes. And he was just like, who are these young guys? It was new kids who were renting out planes. And they're like, how do they have the money to do this? And he's like, oh, man, I didn't realize boy bands made this kind of money. So then he kind of had a hand in getting the Backstreet Boys started. And then uh, Chris Kirkpatrick, I think, was the one who he didn't make the cuts for the Backstreet Boys. So then they, he, they told him, well, if you can get... Chris Kirkpatrick was going to be a Backstreet Boy? He tried out and didn't make it. Oh. So then they were like, well, if you can assemble a group, we'll we'll get you started too. So then he um, put together NSYNC. 
So like Mill's got all the Mill's got all the knowledge today. He's fact ass Mill. Well, to me, it's like boy band. Sure. I you know growing up, I didn't know. You don't really know the difference between anything. And when I got older, I kind of like I I watched this documentary and then I did some research because it's a fascinating business model. Oh sure. You know it's like, um, you know pop artists get hate because a lot of people question their artistic integrity especially if they don't write their own music and Fair. then there's a lot of people who go out on a it's a kind of the opposite of the spectrum where they defend pop artists where they really either don't need to or probably shouldn't but to yeah. me it's kind of like not who cares it's two different things just let people enjoy what they want to enjoy i guess um i'm sure i've been a dick in, in some way in the past but i'm kind of just over that it's like it's fine it's cool but uh the the reason that they basically assembled these bands was the amount of money this guy thought he could make off of them and that's you know he obviously intended to screw them over because that's what he did but yeah the the underlying fact is they did make a ton of money ton tons i mean uh i think no strings attached was like the fastest selling album you know in america for to get to platinum like one day. That that could yeah, that could very well be true. I got it when it came out. They uh the day it came out after school, my mom took me to Coconuts Music. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. My mom took my sister to Walmart at midnight because it was open and like it was midnight so they had to have it like for sale. Oh right. Yeah, so I used to do that a lot actually. Um I would go to Walmart at like eleven thirty. The day before an album came out. I remember it was like 2000, September 16th, 2003. So like 17 years ago, almost to the day. Um, MXPX saves the day and Thursday all released albums that day. So me and my friend Mike went to Walmart at like 1130 and we bought all three. Well, you, you know, what's funny is like <laughs> when it comes to these albums, uh, back in those days, like, 90s and even in early 2000s the business model even though it was starting to go downhill was to sell cds so oh, yeah. they would hype up albums on mtv and disney and stuff too with concerts but like live concerts trl appearances music videos ads mtv specials like non-stop so then by the time the album comes out and you know the single because you usually just one single you're like, boom, I have to buy this album. So Bye 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 video came out, and they did all the promo. And they had, Remember they had the dolls for... Uh, I, I guess we're getting a little far ahead because we're talking about the second NSYNC record, but that was a huge promotional like thing. Absolutely. Well, my other cousin, the younger one of the two, NSYNC was her favorite band, so she saw them like 20 times. She had the dolls like in the boxes with the strings. That's so sick. They're probably worth a ton of money now. Um, who was your favorite new kid on the block? <laughs> uh, probably Jordan. He had the best hair. Fair. Best haircut. They had the, all had the same haircut. No, his is like more of a pomp with like a rat tail. True. It was like this, like a pomp that was a perm and a rat tail all at once. The thing that's unique about new kids on the block though is like, because they were like one of those first like extremely successful commercial boy bands and 
I guess they were probably the first really successful, like, white boy band. I don't know if I'm wrong in saying that, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, African-American groups that were either categorized as, like, New Edition, like, boy bands, or, like, Jackson 5, or, like, Boys to Men, who are um, existing in the 90s, but they're, like, R&B. But, like, New Kids on the Block, it's, like, these five white kids from Boston. Yeah. And... You know, they. I feel like everybody kind of. It was one of those things where, especially within Sync, everyone knew the Heartbreakers, Justin Timberlake. He's a star, but like New, Kid, sure. New Kids on the Block seems like they were. I don't want to say evenly distributed. That sounds weird, but like everybody would have a favorite, and they were so successful in their own ways, and you know. True. I feel like they they had more than one star. Like NSYNC had a star, and then like. A half of a star because JC was still pretty huge. JC probably like the other dudes in NSYNC were like, they were all super necessary, hundred percent. But, but, but they weren't JC. They or weren't. Justin. They weren't lead. Well, they weren't lead singers. JC should have been probably more famous because he's a really great singer. He's an incredible singer. Um, but you know that happens. But like, uh, but he's not JT, right? And JT's like the greatest ever. It might be just like a charisma thing or whatever. But, um, you know, JT really now is incredibly famous he's been in all kind of movies shows um oh by the way somebody uh brought up the fact that we missed we didn't talk about model behavior on the disney movies episode with justin timberlake i I don't think we did but that could we could just talk about that later in this one it's relevant it's relevant so shout out to whoever that was we you got it now um but yeah, I think I think like New Kids on the Block was the first one where individual like guys in these groups were becoming extremely famous because there were other groups like I there's like Menudo and like Down the but they were placed guys whenever they got too old. For real, Menudo would get, like kick dudes out once they turned like whatever age. But like that's like the that's like the Japanese idol business model. But like Ricky Martin in the 90s was obviously able to become a huge star. True. So it's like not Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin rules. Yeah, Ricky Martin boner jams. But uh, what what the fuck is that? You ever seen a forty year old virgin? Once. That's just a reference. Anyways, oh, uh, that's an awesome thing to say. That fucking rules. Yeah, Ricky Martin boner jams. <laughs> but uh, uh, basically, like, I feel like you know this is kind of becomes an era because there's definitely people who broke away from bands and were famous. Like, I'm not trying to sound ignorant to that. I mean, like, you go back. You know, obviously the Beatles is probably the most prominent example of all four guys were extremely famous. But, but like, it's diff- to me it's, like, kind of different because these are, like, the Beatles are famous for being Beatles. And it, sure. this is going to sound weird, but stay with me on this. Like, they had movies, okay. but their movies were about the Beatles. And okay. then they had solo careers, but they were still kind of making similar music, just evolved to that era. But, like... Some people probably are young now and never listen to NSYNC, but they know Justin Timberlake, not just for his music, but because he's a pop culture figure. He's in movies. Um, he's just like a superstar. He's married to, what's her name? Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. And then uh, he, oh, I think he owns the Memphis Grizzlies, or is a part owner. So, like, he's, you know, because you got to think, NSYNC break, broke up, uh, I don't know, what, 2002? Ish. So like, there's kids now who are graduating high school who didn't experience in sync. 
Yeah, because that's the year that they were born. The kids that graduated high school this year were born in 2002. That's what I'm saying. So it's like people... Fucking Christ. But it's... it's So it, if you think about it, like it's interesting how a lot of these um, singers are able to transcend their band and become stars, Not maybe not even in music. A lot of them in music. Like Harry Styles right now is like real popular. True. He, uh, he hosted SNL... Um, Maybe a year or two ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's fucking hysterical. That guy rules. I've never listened to Harry Styles. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I just, like, I see people post about him, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check that out, and then I just never get to it. I don't think I can. I'm sure I've heard them, but I don't know what any One Direction songs are. Like, what's one of their huge songs? Um, The one that's like, That's What Makes You Beautiful. That's the one that I know. Never yeah. Cause well that yeah because that was the meme where they filmed oh, it they filmed it on the beach where Blink did all the small things parodying boy bands twenty years before. Or not <laughs> That's 20. sick. Um, basically, like the first time I ever heard One Direction, I was working at the store I used to work at, and I this is a long time ago, and I showed up and the girl working was playing music off of her phone, and she's like, "Oh, I can't stop listening to this album," and I'm just like, "It." She didn't have. Me and her had polar opposite tastes in music, and um, I was just happy that she was playing something upbeat. I was like, okay, I can deal with this. I got to work all day. I'll listen to this. And I was just like, this is a boy band. Like, holy shit, it's 2011 or 12 or 13 or whatever year it was, and there's a boy band again? I was like shocked. That's cool. Because they went away for a long time. They went away for a long time. Is there any boy band now? Um, is Five Seconds of Summer a boy band? They're like a cross between a pop punk band and a boy band, I feel like. Are they like still a band? I think so. Let's look. I don't know if they're a band. Yeah, but weren't they just like a boy band who had like guitars and power chords? Yeah, but they took State Champs on tour. That's cool. And like State (laughs) Champs, is it's funny because they're not a boy band, they're like an actual pop punk band. Per Wikipedia, it says they're an Australian pop rock band. Okay, that's fair. That's very uh, fair. Still active. There's definitely there's got to be boy there's definitely got to be boy bands that we don't know about because they're marketed towards younger audiences. Sure. Um, because I <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. I was listening to Whitney Cummings podcast. Have you listened to that? Cool. And she had Mar- mm-hmm. she had Miranda Cosgrove on. Oh, and Mary the Cosgrove was bitching about how all these guys that try to date her are guys who are trying to be in boy bands. And she's like, yo, I'm like 28. Like, you can't be in a boy band anymore. <laughs> You're too old. <laughs> and it was like, it was making me laugh. Like, I was, it was funny. But then I thought about it and I'm like, oh, she's in the entertainment industry. Like, she's probably being serious that these guys are like trying to be in boy bands. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Other than like... And, like, the heyday of boy bands, like, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys being huge, without, like, them two aside, what were the other, like, huge boy bands? 98 Degrees was big for that time. 98 Degrees was big as fuck back people, then, for sure. People forget. Well, Nick Lachey had that TV show with uh, Jessica Simpson when they got married. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, she's, like, so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Eminem and that verse. I wonder if that show's streaming anywhere. I'd love to watch it. Eminem and that verse in Rain Man where he said he's going to stick a pin in her head and watch it fly around the room like a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Dude, um, real quick, I just want to say... 90 Degrees was tight, man. Because you brought up how, like, there would be concerts on, like, Disney. Oh, yeah. But fucking 98 Degrees' big hit was about having a side chick. No, but Five had that big uh, Disney concert, and they had a verse, like, a the rap guy had, like, a, a rap bridge in that song. He full, full on talks about, like, stripping this chick's clothes off and fucking... Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll never forget, though, the best thing about 98 Degrees is... When I looked up that video of that, what's the hardest thing I have to do or whatever? The hardest thing. And the top mm-hmm. comment, just, why is Nick Lachey wearing lipstick? <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and, and they, they're wearing like, they're wearing like, it's, it's kind of the precursor to cargo pants being popular. So it's, the, it's the 90s where it's like basically Dickie's pants where they're no pockets with like the straight like crease and they're just fucking huge. Like the biggest pants you could buy. Was that the video where it like takes place in like a boxing ring? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we 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 uh we every probably once a year, uh, Mill and I will have a drinking night, and we'll just throw on like like a nineties countdown. Like yeah, like top one hundred from certain years. And it'll be like, yeah, like, it'll be like top... y'all need to do that, and the next time you do, you need to stream it. It'll be like it'll be like well, we'll do it together. It'll be like top because we'll like. I'll let Steve, I'll let you talk, but basically it's like, I'll search on YouTube, like, top 100 videos, or top 100 songs of 1998, and they'll play, like, a 20-second clip of every video. So that, I mean, that's, like, my only knowledge of that. There, There's the one artist, who's the one English artist we didn't know existed? Oh, Robbie Williams? <laughs> Robbie Williams was in a boy band. Um, fuck. He was in an early English boy band. I can't think of what they were called. Oh, fact um, SD. Fact that Steve, yeah, but for real, Robbie Williams like solo pop shit was dope. Um, you know, take that. You know what's funny? He was in Take That. I have I when I was growing up, I had my mom bought me both the the ninety eight degrees albums. The first one was like the fire, and then the second yeah. one was blue and it had Una Noche on it. Yeah, I listened to that song today because I was like, I did too. Like I was at work and I'm like, okay, I'm like it's five so, bucks boy band. It's so bad, quick. and like it's really like inappropriate. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. It it's, sounds like. It sounds like a full on like that early two thousands like Latin pop thing with like Mark Anthony yeah, and Ricky all that Martin. Shit. Yeah, like it sounds like one of those, and they're speaking in Spanish, and it's like y'all, you can't do that. They're like white guys from Ohio, right? Not in that song. Like, it's a bit tight though. The the crazy the craziest thing was uh, going back to Robbie Williams. Uh, I we never heard of him before. Apparently, he's like massive in England. Oh yeah, he's huge. Like I'm looking at this now. It said he he did like three nights at Nebworth and and did like 375,000 people and was the UK's biggest music event. I never yeah. heard of him. And then we saw how many hits he had. And then like the next month, he was doing the opening ceremony at the World Cup. Yeah, he's huge as fuck. <laughs> That's incredible. It's like you know how Shakira in uh in South America is like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. It's like that in England. They're, they're, England's Shakira is Robbie Williams. So something I wanted to say is I took a poll on well, – I, I posted on a different social, and one of the things I did on Twitter was I posted a poll, and I was like, all right, who's like your favorite boy band of all time? And it only lets you give four options. So I said – I gave four, and I said comment if other, you know. So I put who I thought the most popular four would be, New Kids on the Block, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and One Direction. Tried to cover our – bases there and a bunch of people got pissed at me and they're like what the fuck where's lfo 
they're not on that list because they're fucking trash. Oh, wait, so that's L- why they're not on that list. LFO had w- that one hit, and Dude, I had this. Some of the, I had the like, CD. Some of the lyrics that that guy tries to rhyme in that song. They don't make any sense. Are so bonkers. <laughs> like, well, it's just like they they wrote. What I think happened was they wrote a hook. And then they wanted to be like, you know, just how you said how they did like the Latin thing for 98 Degrees. Like, we got to do some rap because it's popular. Right. So they just put random words that rhyme. So he says something about like the, the great Larry Bird jersey 33. No context about anything. I don't know. Why are you bringing up Larry Bird? There's a line. He says, love the color purple macaroni and cheese, ruby red slippers and a bunch of trees. Yeah, exactly. It's like re- I swear to Christ, it's almost those are the it's words. almost because that song was so big. It's almost like a troll. I kind of feel like the label who put that out. They're like, "There's no way this is going to be like these guys are idiots." Let's see what happens, and they're like, "Oh shit!" They're English too, aren't Here's they? Millions of dollars. Huh? Are they English too? No, they're from. I don't. I don't fucking know where LFO is from. Uh, I'll look. I had that CD and. Okay, so you know how, like, in the back in the day, you'd buy the CD only hearing one single? Sure. So, like, most... Yeah, rock show. Well, okay, that's different, because you already knew Blink. But I'm saying, like... They are from... LFO, it was English, and they're from Leeds. 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 Okay, so... No shit. Yeah, they're English. I knew that. Okay, so here's the thing I'm going to... I have two things to say. First thing is, I was, I was talking about... You'd hear a single, so you hear, like, for example, you hear the 98 Degrees single, and you're like, okay, I'm going to buy this. And you get the CD, and you're like, okay, maybe uh, New Kids on the Block CD is all good. NSYNC might have mostly good songs. Ah, 98 Degrees, you're going to get, okay, like, I like this song, I like this song, I like this song, and then the singles. That LFO... Actually, I... What, go ahead. This LFO says it was a British Electronic Music Act. Was it a three-piece? LFO... There's an LFO American band. No, I don't think. Try that one. This one was formed in years active, 1995 to 2002. That that sounds about right. What what does it stand for? Uh, Let's fucking off ourselves because we're so bad. Light, (laughs) light. Light funky ones. <laughs> That's fucking lame. And and it's L L Y T E. Okay. Which fucking LFO is Either way, this, I'm just know? saying, like, you buy the CD and you're like, okay, there's a few good songs. That LFO CD only that I had, I bought it because of the hit, and the, I'm like, this CD's bad. The one from 1999, and and it, okay, the the American ones. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't know why I thought they were from England. Also, they played on the Amanda show. I did the Leeds United reference for the wrong band. Nice. Um, but the other thing I was going to say I is... I was wondering what that was. Like, why band, did you just say Leeds three times all weird? A band that you might not consider a boy band, but I'm just going to throw them out there, that is definitely from England, that's the best one, is B.B. Mac. B.B. Mac, like, until you're back here, baby, yeah. miss you, what you need yeah. to show. Uh, they are absolutely a boy band, and that song, to this day, so good. slaps. Dude, like, their songwriting and their harmonize because they, they, they play acoustic guitar, and they harmonize and write music. I'm like, yo, this is like a boy band, but they're kind of like the grungy boy band. Like, they're writing sad acoustic songs. <laughs> and they are they are scousers. Yeah, they're so tight, they're, though. They're from Liverpool. They probably love the Beatles. And loathe. True. BB Mac all loves low. <laughs> they might. How could you not? How could you not? Fucking. I mean, 
I would I could probably show loathe to ten people and nine out of those people would be like, I don't like this. Well that's because those nine people are whack. I disagree. Give them the whole record, they'll find at least one song they'll like. Okay. <laughs> that's my argument. <laughs> Fair let's let's try we'll do it to all old ladies. People don't like uh People don't like fucking sitting through whole albums, though, as much as people claim they do. People just listen to one clip of a song, like, oh, I either love this or I don't. Um, I bet you everyone would sit and listen to a whole B.B. Mac album. I mean... B.B. Mac was fucking sick. Do they have any other singles besides Back Here? Not that I know off the top of my head, but they're probably good. I'll have to check them out. I, I mean, I, I had the CD, the Back... The, so I remember liking it, but this is also... 22 years ago or something. I don't know. Sure. Who sang Liquid Dreams? Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Do you remember that song? I had to look it up. Oh. It was some boy band. Oh, it might be O-Town. O-Town. Oh, it was O-Town. O-Town. They had the... Weren't they the band that was uh, put together on the TV show? Making the band. Yeah, so they had the... Because I want it all or nothing at all. Fucking so yeah, that's like, but that's like a fucking (laughs) when they basically like broke the fourth wall and they go, okay, we put these bands together. Here you go, let's make a show out of it to make more money. (laughs) So like, by the time Backstreet Boys and NSYNC had already blown up and kind of passed it, they started making boy bands left and right, and I don't think any of them stood out. Like they're all just like run of the mill like. They, they tried to make another one like a hundred times and yeah. nobody could do it. True. That's Club 7. <laughs> I think that had girls in it too, though. That's cl- yeah, we said like we would do that, but like also, shout out Bewitched. Oh, Bewitched. Apparently there's an, apparently there's an S Club 8. I'm try- there's an S Club 8? Is that no, like their kids? I'm trying to date everyone in Bewitched still. Everyone in Bewitched now is like... Fifty and like a full ass wine mom. Now perfect. Right, right, right up my I'm, I'm really looking more in like the forty five range, but that's fifties, all right. Um, no, we'll do a girl bands episode because there's a lot to cover with the fucking Spice Girls. The Spice Girls are the girl band version of like Insane. Yeah, but they're British. Like as far as like magnitude oh, goes, yeah. like they were so huge. They're like the biggest band in England, like. I think Oasis was, like, the one for, like, a lot of years. Actually, probably not that many years because they're from the 90s, too. But they were, like, the fastest-selling albums and all that. And then Spice Girls came in and just shattered every record because of how popular they were. That's crazy because they're such different music. Well, I mean, they're just popular. I think, I feel like, uh, just generally, like, because I was so young in the 90s, Obviously, I don't remember the early 90s because I was born in the early 90s. So I don't, I don't, I remember like popular songs being around, like Third Eye Blind songs and stuff, but like I didn't experience like grunge. So, like, when I think of stuff that was popular in the 90s, I just think of everybody liking boy bands and girl bands and stuff. Like, when grunge was really big, I was like an infant. Like, I wasn't like around. I think we got like the, the, the backwash, because you watch re I caught, like, the very ass end of grunge, because when, like, Dookie came out and I was, I don't know, six or something, or five, I'm like, yeah, cool, this, I got you, really You might have been, like, seven. 94? 94. Yeah, I was probably about seven. 
So like, cause here's the thing. That's how how I was with Enema State. But um, the thing is, it's like you watch TV shows and there's reruns and people are still dressing like that. So like people still wore like flannel and had long hair and stuff. But I feel like when these bands got really popular, everybody at your school had like frosted tips and like everybody just loved huge pants. (laughs) I remember like people used to compare whose pants were bigger at school. I absolutely did that, and if uh, someone's pants were bigger than mine, it ruined my whole day. No, you had to get Jinkos and, like, have cargo pockets on jeans and, like, wallet chains. Inside my cargo pockets needed to be, like, smaller pairs of <clears throat> big jeans. I remember when I was in elementary school, I went to a private school, so we had, like, school uniforms. So when we had certain days where we could wear, like, regular clothes, I would just find the, like, I had the biggest jeans. So I used to wear, like, we could still wear, like, regular shoes, so I used to wear, like, skate shoes or, like, Nikes or whatever, but, like, then it's, like, okay, I get to bust out, like, a fucking, a Bulls jersey and, like, the biggest pants you could find. So sick. That is so sick. I, like, I remember specifically this one day wearing, like, I remember zip-off pants were really popular in this boy band era. Oh, fucking, yeah, zip-off pants were so tight. And, like, you'd have, like, I had, like, four different kinds. It was, like, I think I had jeans green ones, khaki, gray, whatever, and they had the pockets. So I, I remember one specific day wearing, like, the jeans that were, like, so baggy with pockets, and they'd zip off in a Dennis Rodman jersey, and just thinking I was the shit. I remember I got a black Dennis Rodman jersey right when, like, black Bulls jerseys were a thing. Yeah. And I wore that to school. I remember just, like, getting on the school bus in the morning and being like, yeah, y'all don't fucking have this. Look at me. <laughs> was so psyched. Yeah, because you know, like, it's like everybody has Michael Jordan and some people have Scottie Pippen because they sold out of Jordan, but you know you're a badass when you had Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. It's the, uh, the contrarian play. Absolutely. I also remember one day at school where we could wear jeans and I had really baggy jeans and a Looney Tunes shirt that glowed in the dark. Did you have that Looney Tunes shirt that had them on the front? Like, it had Bugs <clears throat> and... I want to say maybe Tasmanian Devil, like, wearing, like, backward shirts and, like, like big jeans and backward no. hats, and on the back of it was the, the yeah. back image of I it. Remember, I had that shirt I remember, for sure. you know what's funny is, because we're just talking about this era, I didn't have that shirt. I had a lot of Looney Tunes shit, though, but that was really popular back then. So I had a shirt. It was a blue. I probably told you about this. It was, like, a blue, like, a royal blue T-shirt, and I had the Arthur font in red, Tight. and I had Arthur on the phone, and on the back, Buster was on the phone. Like, they were talking to each That's other, cool. and I was like, that was the sickest shirt. I'm like, the two-sided print that was, like, playing off each other was really big in the late 90s, and they should bring that back. This was we all should do like... a rip of that Looney Tunes shirt with the three of us on it, and <laughs> on the back, it's the backs of us. That'd be so sick. This was all slightly before my time, but you brought up the glow-in-the-dark ink shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, had, I had one that was, like, just a bunch of dinosaurs on it, because I loved dinosaurs when I was a child. Still think they're tight. I still uh, like dinosaurs. But the the uh, the glow in the dark ink was their skeletons. Yo, I had so, something like, like that. Yeah, so like you'd see like the full dinosaur ones. illustrations on the front, nice. and then uh, and then like when you do go somewhere in the like in the dark, it'd, it'd be their skeletons. Well, Skeleton. Yeah, I thought I thought that was like the the craziest shit at the time. Glow in the dark. That's yeah. the craziest shit still at this time. That is so tight. The other thing I remember having in the 90s was like, 
shirts that were Looney Tunes, but they'd have a sports team on. So, like, I had, like, because I like the Steelers. My dad's from Pittsburgh. Uh, I had a Steelers shirt that had Tasmanian Devil for some reason. Like, they would do, like, collabs with, like, teams. And then there was, like, Bulls. Cool. I might have had Bulls with, like, Bugs Bunny. Well, I had, I had a bunch of Space Jam shit. Oh, Because yeah. that was just everything to me as a kid and every other kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Space Jam still, like, and it's still just as good now. I posted this picture of the Backstreet Boys today when I was asking people for questions and stuff. And uh, I posted a bunch of different boy bands, but the Backstreet Boys one, they're all wearing 90s hockey jerseys. And Nick Carter's wearing the fucking Mighty Ducks, and I'm just like, this is sums up my childhood. It's like Mighty Ducks, Space Jam, Looney Tunes, and in general, and then boy bands. <laughs> what a time to be alive! Backstreet, uh, see, Backstreet Boys was my first exposure to to boy bands. Sure. So you know, being a little bit younger, uh, I remember Mill getting Millennium, and I remember us randomly buying it again, but on cassette. Might have been the other if I other was order. anywhere and I saw Millennium on cassette to this day, I would absolutely. I have it sitting. I, like I have it sitting right here. On cassette. Yeah, I should remember. I showed it to you at one time. Uh, that actually, this did happen. Yeah. I thought we had it, <laughs> and then we randomly got it again on cassette. I don't remember, but I remember I had a Walkman before I had a Discman, so like, I would make sense if I had the cassette. But either way, I had it. I still have it. Um, and I remember. I said, I remember Black and Blue coming out. Uh, and then I remember Pop by Instinct being like the like like so hyped. Oh yeah. That CD's underrated. Uh, celebrity. Oh, Celebrity Pop was a single. I think Instinct's first record is their best record for sure. Um, but like Celebrity, like I don't really even know how often I've listened to it because by the time that came out, I was probably what like twelve or like thirteen. Um. Yeah, something like that. Like I don't think I've so, listened to it since it came out. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it tonight. Yeah, um, I'll give it a I'll give it a listen. I like. I think it's hard to pick between their first two albums because the second one, like Max Martin wrote, fucking, uh, it's gonna be me for them, and that song's a banger. Like I, I know it's a meme, best, but that is. I think that song is the best written pop song from that era, and it's not even close. The thing I think, though, is, and don't get me wrong, if we're talking about Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC, I definitely lean towards NSYNC, but I think the Backstreet Boys probably were better vocally, like, just an in, in individual and group as, a, as singers, but they just didn't have the dance moves and, like, the upbeat shit to, like, it, get, it gets... Dude, NSYNC could fucking dance circles around everyone. Like, Backstreet Boys stuff gets boring after a while. I think they went in the right. more, like, soul direction. That's why New Kids on the Block is the best, though, because they're the best singers and dancers. <laughs> Dude, New Kids on the Block's dancing, like, legit is, like, not good. But it's like, fucking awesome. <laughs> it, it's super tight, like, the shit on the steps, like, when they're doing the shit on the steps, like, that's, like people can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing the shit on the steps. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, that's the best dance move when they're side to side with their belts, holding their belts. I don't, I know, <laughs> I know fuck all about choreography, right? Sure. But you ever I don't see think some, any of us really do. But you ever see some of that stuff and you're just like, who thought that? Like, who thought that would be Like, a good I thing? could go back now and, like, watch, like, a a full concert of, like, NSYNC from, like, 2000 or 2001 and look at the shit that they're doing 
and think that. Like, who came up with this? Some of the... Yeah, like, Why is this a thing someone's doing? It's just crazy. Some of the stage like, not even, shit. Not even, not even if it's a good idea, but, like... There's a voice crack for you. Not even if it's a good idea, but, like, who conjured the thought to, hey, let's do this. Like, while you're singing this tight-ass five-part harmony, you're also going to aggressively dance like a fucking gymnast, and you have to nail it. Because there's millions of people looking at you. Go. It's kind of insane, and they nail it every Go time. Go on YouTube and watch the Pop Odyssey tour for NSYNC. I mean, some of the stage setup is just nuts. Oh, yeah? And then they dance. They... I'll watch it tonight. I got a lot of stuff to watch tonight. Work tomorrow? Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Just be like, I can't come in. I have to watch NSYNC videos. Oh, yeah, I'm not coming to work because I'm watching NSYNC Live and listening to Uno Noche and judging these people. We need sponsors so we can make money and, and, like from the pod. It'd be so tight. This is just like all we, we did for a living. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the only thing I know how to do. This is all I do anyways. <laughs> I paid for it. <laughs> Sick. Yep. <clears throat> Who do you think was the worst boy band that got decently big? Uh, I'm going to say LFO doesn't count for this because, like, duh. Because LFO sucked and that song was huge. I mean, like... I don't know enough boy bands probably that like are I'm sure there's a ton of bad ones that people liked. But I'll probably say like mm, I don't even know. It's a good question. That's the it's thing. Hard. It's hard to say. I don't that's, that's a dumb question to ask. I pretty much can only name the ones that like were shown on like Disney and Nickelodeon. Oh, what sure. we didn't talk about five. We did talk about five. No, we didn't. Just for a second. Dude, the fucking smart house scene where they're doing the dance. <laughs> Before that's, the girls come to the party. Yeah, that's the funniest thing ever where they know the Disney concert choreography. And they're like, we're just missing the girls. And the girls show up. <laughs> like, hey, girls, you want to see something that's not going to oppress you and you think it's weird? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so perfect. Bewitched uh, in that movie, too. Five was... Uh... Five was tight though. I had that there. You remember that movie? Um, it was a uh, like a MTV movie about a boy band. It was like a joke. It was a funny movie. Mm. Anyway, ah uh, fuck, fuck. What's it called? It's called Together with a, a number two at the beginning. Mm, I've never seen it. Oh, watch it. It's fucking hysterical. And the band themselves were sick. There's a lot of movies. Um, like, they put boy bands in a lot of movies back then. Oh, yeah. They had to. I'm trying to think. Uh, so, we were talking about, uh, what's the movie I brought up earlier? Model Behavior? Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the probably the first. I, that might have been the first movie Justin Timberlake did as, like, an actor. But he's, Potentially, but he's yeah. basically playing like a uh, um, like a version of himself. Right. But they used to use the fucking band's music all the time, and now they don't like if you like on Disney Plus, they have to like take out like NSYNC songs and shit because they don't have the licensing. It's like whack ass stock music. That is that's lame. Super lame because like 
those are memorable scenes. Yeah, like those are. They need to be in there to fight the integrity of the movie to like hold. You up. know what? I think they kept the five song though in Smart House. Yeah, because I'm sure the rights to five songs ain't hard to get. Mm. We could probably Google how to get them. We could have them tonight. Can we do that? I hope so. I bet you. I bet you the rights to the five songs aren't that. We'll expensive. just buy the catalog and start performing as five. Uh, model behavior was not. <laughs> so tight. Model behavior was not Justin Timberlake's first movie. What was the first movie? What was something called Long Shot? But it was in the same year. <laughs> oh, fair enough. But his first TV appearance was because he was on Mickey Mouse Club. Well, I yeah, yes he was. Him, Britney yeah. Spears, and JC were all on Mickey Mouse Club. And fucking so was Ryan Gosling and the chick who played Felicity. Those people had it made, huh? They're fucking all star ass cast. Well. Um, the, that's how, like, NSYNC got put together, like, Justin and JC knew each other, so, like, I think Chris got Justin, or he got one of the two, and then the other one's like, well, my friend can sing, too, and then they got, um, Joey worked in Orlando, and then... He worked at Universal Studios. Yeah, and then they needed, they had a different fifth guy, and that's how they got the acronym for NSYNC, mm-hmm. and then they replaced him with Lance... Um, and Lance was like 16. <laughs> yeah. Who was the Y? Joey. It was like the... It's the last letter of everyone's name. Yeah, so it's like... Oh, the last letter. I was like... I'm it's like, the last letter. Like, who the hell's name starts with the Y? All right, that makes it's sense. It's like, what, Justin, Chris, Joey, JC, and then it said, Lan- they would say Lanston was his name. Yeah. Like, that's not a fucking name. You just, like, like had to... That sounds, that sounds like something that sounds like something an incredibly white. It's just a hi- yeah. kid now. It's just a hybrid of Lance yeah. and Landon. <laughs> these are these are my kids, Thurston and Lanston. Thurston? <laughs> Shout out Thurston Moore. Oh yeah, that is a name. Fuck me. <laughs> but yeah, it's like Um, all these movies, like they would use the boy bands or boy band songs and stuff because of the height of the popularity. And they probably think, oh, like, nobody cares now. And I'm like, no, like, you ruined that. That was my childhood, motherfucker. Like, when they don't have Absolutely. the rights. But Brink has all the rights to all the ska music, so whatever. So does Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, because, I mean, true. Which is true. more important, but well, that's a different that's a different topic. Fair enough. I don't know uh, where we want to go from here. I know we kind of were all over the place, but... True. It's, uh... Not a super lengthy thing to get into. Well, I mean, I feel like it could it's all it right. could be lengthy, but like I don't want to bore. Like I, you know, first of all, I do recommend watching the Lance Bass documentary, but I didn't want to go too far into it because it's like I don't want to just give a podcast on you know the whole that like, that whole scenario with uh, Lou Pearlman and stuff. It's like that's all that could be an episode, sure. but that's more of like a documentary type thing. Sure, but uh, yeah, I mean. I think, I'm trying to think if any of them are still, Backstreet Boys is like the only one and New Kids on the Block who still perform, right? I think so. I know those two both do, but I don't think. They like toured together and shit. Yeah. They had a cruise, I think. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. They had the cruise. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't but, but, think that that was a thing, but. Anyways. I, like, with Backstreet Boys on it, that would, I'd fucking fully go to but, that. But um, I think, um. Like, NSYNC obviously just did that small 2013 two-second reunion at the VMAs. That was it. And then, like... 
Way to waste that at the fucking VMAs. You could have did it on a way bigger scale. I don't think they were going to do it at all, and then they probably all happened to be there, and Justin was like, well, let's just do this, and so I'm winning this fucking award. Or they each got paid, like, a bajillion, a bajillion yeah. dollars each. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because um, then, like, One Direction, like, they broke up, right? And then Harry Styles is, like, their guy who's just, like, the the famous one now. I, I think so, yeah. I don't really know as much about them. them. I think a few of them did solo stuff. I'm sure they all did, but I just mean Harry Styles is the one I see people posting all the time. Yeah, he's like their JT. I mean, I see, like, not just, like, you know, chicks posting about him, but I see dudes, like, sharing his songs and just, like... Like, because, you know, a lot of girls were younger who were like, oh, I'm a fan of One Direction, fangirl, and then they grow up and they're like, oh, well, this is the guy still, so I'm, like, still... But I see, like... Oh, we haven't mentioned the Jonas Brothers one time. Are they a boy band? Absolutely. I don't... I, I'll be honest with you, and I'm not, like... Cool guy, and I don't know that much about the Jonas Brothers. I know there's three of them. Uh, they are brothers. They are all kind of weird looking, and that's about as far as it goes. I remember like they started playing their videos on Disney, but like that was around the time where I was like, eh, like I stopped watching like Disney Channel. Like SOS is a banger. See, see, like I don't know the songs, and like a lot of my friends who are maybe a year or two younger than me, like it's not by much. They all know sure. all the hits, and like they'll come on, and I'll be somewhere, and everyone's singing it, and I'm like, I don't know this shit. Not because it's bad, I just don't know it, and I feel like it wasn't like so. Uh, I was, let me put it to you like this: you know how you know how you were in, you entered middle school, and I still had a few years before that. Yeah. Uh, those years, you could not turn on Disney Channel without just being absolutely blasted. With Jonas Brothers stuff. They would play full music videos for commercial breaks and stuff. They were everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and that's cool. That must be so sick to be that. The only thing I know about them, that somebody somebody shared something once, and it was like, before they got hooked up with Disney and stuff, that they, they were like a, basically like a touring band that would play basements and stuff. So that's why I wasn't sure. That's, that's awesome. why I wasn't sure if you'd consider them like a boy band. Like, I thought that they were more of like a pop band, but they were actually like a band. Huh. But I, I'd have to do my research on that. Well, yeah, because that would be like saying the same thing as like Hanson is a boy band and Hanson is not a boy no, band. No, Hanson's like a doo-wop group. I think Hanson's the Jonas a, Brothers aligns more with... Yeah. I think they align more with Hanson in that regard because they... Sure. Right. Well, they're all brothers. There's that parallel. And yeah, 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 true. They're a lot like Hanson. There's Hanson with short, dark hair instead of long, blonde hair. Yeah, but Hanson has my heart. Sorry, Jonas Brothers. I love Hanson. Dude, Hanson is... Shout out Umbop. Hanson, uh... It's so funny because, like, uh, if you watch, like, when they were kids, the one middle one who's, like, the lead, like, the heartbreaker, I don't know their name. I can't remember his name. Taylor. Taylor yeah, people will comment and they'll be like, damn, when I was this age, I thought that was the hottest girl. And then I realized it was a brother. <laughs> they were brothers. And I'm just like, holy shit. I remember, see, okay, like, I was, like, maybe five or six when, when they came out with Umbop, like, when that single came out. And I remember. Probably for two or three solid years, like, that shit was everywhere. Yeah, because it fucking bangs. Oh. It's a great song. Also, do you remember when I was trying to make a list of every 90s music video that had either rollerblading or basketball in it? They, there's both of those they, in that yeah, video. Yeah, they, they, like, they are rollerblading in that video for sure. I think they play basketball at a park for a second. They might. I, I have to find my list. I don't know if I still have they it. They definitely rollerblade. It's like them, Mandy Moore, like a bunch of fucking 90s shit. Dead rollerblading and basketball. 
But I, I guess, like, again, like, the, the boy band the tag is kind of loose when you start talking about, like, Jonas Brothers and whatever. But I don't know, you know, that that model, because that model just kind of got, ran its course, that by the time, I feel like when they did it with One Direction, it was, like, almost, like, not nostalgic, but it was just, like, almost like a fresh set of eyes were going to be on them because the girls who were young then weren't around for the Backstreet Boys and shit. So then it was like, because I mean, not to sound weird, but of course it's marketed at young girls. So it's like they... It probably still would have worked within England anyways. Even if it never became what it did. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying like, it's totally like, it's like a business model. Like, because here's the thing, like, you can, um... You know, you can, like, uh, market it at whoever, but they I feel like they marketed a lot of that stuff at young girls because of the products they would sell. You yeah, can sell, like, super, like super, super One Direction product. purses and, like, makeup stuff. They probably and, have. Uh, no, like, that's, that's how you make money as a pop artist now. It's like Lady Gaga is super, 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 super popular, and she's really talented, don't get me wrong. Like, no, no disrespect to Lady Gaga. But... If they put her name on products, it's going to sell. Yeah, you cool. can't fucking put, like, Deftones on a product, even though they're huge. If Deftones, like, if someone put Deftones out on, like, toothpaste or something, I'd be like, yeah, I'm buying well, that. Well, we, sure. we would, but I'm talking about, like, <laughs> it's like cologne. Yeah, but, like, a 14-year-old girl is going to be like, hey, mom, they got fucking white pony, white pony toothpaste. Can I get it? Yeah. It's like, so, that's never gonna happen unless this girl is like cool as shit. Yeah, they'd have like they, maybe you. You made me think of Gaga and like product product stuff. I just made me think of Kanye West quote when she was uh, announced as like the president of Polaroid or whatever. Oh yeah, it's just like I like Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like you get like a Deftones. Yeah, perfect. No, remember because Kanye had like the cologne and then the dude spoofed it in the MCMB video. Or no, it was Usher. It wasn't Kanye, it was Usher. And he, like, sprayed the cologne, and then he was, like, an MCNB. Like, he was spoofing the, the Usher thing. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm, they, they have ones that are marketed at guys, or, or some that are just generally for adults or for kids or whatever. But it's like the boy band thing. You know... Because, look, at they had those NSYNC dolls. How many of those do you think they yeah. fucking sold? Billions. Dude, their business model, because here's the thing, you're going to get them to buy the album, but then it's like t-shirts, concert tickets, whatever bullshit you could sell at a show. Fucking lunch boxes and shit, like paper plates and napkins for birthday parties. Uh, what, all right, so like while we're on this topic, like can you guys think of any ridiculous merchandise that you remember specifically? Yeah, sorry, it's the, uh, right. the standard like hour in pee break, it's, uh, it's a normal thing we do. But yeah, Steve, so we're talking about like weird products. For boy bands specifically? Well, I mean, boy bands are related, like, because I just want, I, I remember like that time period being weird. Sure. I want to say I definitely remember seeing like the Velcro shoes for either NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys. That's wild. I want I, them. I wore Velcro my whole childhood. Like, I couldn't get tying my shoes down until I was like 12. Respect. Um, I still can't do it properly. Uh, it, loop, swoop, and pull. Good, it's good enough. But, I still uh, do bunny ears like dead ass. Same. For, but, uh, yo, yo, dude, that's so tight. We should get shout, matching bunny ears tattoos. Shout out bunny ears. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I think I remember like going through them all, and I had to pick like which. Like when I was like, all right, pick which shoe you want. And I think I got Spider Man. I didn't go with the Backstreet Boys. I think I got Spider Man. I had a Backstreet Boys T-shirt, but I feel like T-shirt. I mean, T-shirts were obviously super common. You always saw InSync shirts yeah. and shit, but but like um. The Instinct Dolls was the best marketing thing ever because of the video and the picture on the cover. Right. So that was like one of the best things. I'm trying to. I, I gotta look up. I mean, New Kids on the Block had insane. Amount. They did. They were number one in merchandise of any like LLC in the ninety in the early nineties. Yeah, wild. Like any company at all. Was Instinct during the Tooth Tunes era? Oh yeah, they had that for like every boy. Is band. that the, the the toothbrush that plays the songs? Yeah, only when you it only oh, no, it was, when you brush. It was like a lot. It was like a sucker. They had those too, and you would like bite on the candy and it'd play it. That's like the opposite that? of tooth tunes. Yeah, that's literally the opposite of tooth tunes. Because <laughs> I think I remember them being like Jonas Brothers or in Hannah Montana, like around that time. There, I remember seeing them all the time. What were those uh, little like? It was a little toy thing, and you stuck like this little cartridge into it, and it played the song. Um, hit, hit clips. Hit clips. Yeah, hit clips. Um, I want to release music only on hit clips. I had hit clips, but I don't remember which artist I had. Did it sound like trash? Yeah, but if I had it in the two thousands, like two thousand two ish, I probably had like rap. Sure. Like like Eminem. I, shit? I remember like yeah. But like I might have had InSync. I don't remember. It depends on what year. No idea. So this lineup of tooth tunes I found does not have boy bands. But for some reason it has Kiss. Hell yeah. Fucking it's all so tight. It's all this has got to be like 2002, 3ish cuz it's like Destiny's Child, Hillary Duff, the Cheetah Girls, I think. Hillary Duff still looks. She looks. She looks great. Black Eyed Peas. For some reason, though, there's uh, there's Kiss. Yeah, why is there a Kiss? Dude, one? that's because we're not gonna buy your kid a Kiss G- toothbrush. Because no, because Gene Simmons puts Kiss on anything. Dude, um, speaking of like weird ass merch, Kiss has all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They have everything. They have a casket. Yeah, the Kiss casket. Yeah, they have condoms with pictures of Kiss on it. That's weird. <laughs> that's fucking sick. Uh, Ghost used to have a butt plug. There is, I mean, like, it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, do you want to be looking at Kiss while you're doing it? Kinda. That'd be so tight. I'm sure some, I'm sure some people do. Yeah, I mean, people who are, like, the people who are really, really, really into Kiss, which is, like, a pretty big group of people, like, Kiss fans are, like, devout as fuck. Um, probably there's, like, a weird sexual connection with them, for sure, I'm sure. Yeah, like they get dressed up, like they put the face paint it's on. It's like furries, but kiss. Kissies. <laughs> like furry BDSM, but for like Jewish white rockers. I don't know. <laughs> this is getting off the handle, I'm sorry. Yeah, we've, we've che- we checked a lot of boxes there that we probably shouldn't have. Shout out Kiss, <laughs> I mean, though. I don't really know, like Kiss at all, but like... No, me neither. Dude, but the, the what Kiss does is fucking sick. <laughs> Dude, I get they're kind of a boy band. 
I mean, no, I'm kidding. No, like weird, weird <laughs> marketing and like bonkers amounts of charisma. Like they got that. Yeah. There's um, there's definitely probably no artist ever that has more merchandise than Kiss, like different products. Absolutely. And stuff. Um, and not just bizarre products, but just general like Kiss has had everything. I don't like Kiss, but I like, like I Kiss, but like would I prefer to be buried in a Kiss casket than anything. Ah, uh, I don't know if I could go through with I that. Absolutely could. I don't. I don't think I. I don't know. Kiss. It's one of those weird things where, like, I feel like if you are a Kiss fan, you really love Kiss. Right. There's not so. I don't know why we're talking like middle ground, like lukewarm people who are like, "Oh yeah, Kiss is tight." That's kind of the difference between like boy bands and like rock bands, I guess. Is like the really big boy bands are there are still people who listen to them and enjoy them but they're they, they're kind of a snapshot of a time period and they most of them don't last that long because like even though new kids still plays like they broke up for a long yeah, time new kids didn't play for like 20 years or something and then like same with backstreet boys had like kind of a dead period and all this stuff and like but like i feel like these even though kiss has replaced people like some of these rock bands they're like legacy acts forever like they just have followers right i mean I guess, like you know, I'm I'm a little bit extreme with Blink, but like, no, but not it's, to the, a it's fault. the same thing. Yeah, but well, yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, there's a line. I have Blink groups because I like sometimes like I, okay, let me rephrase that. I'm a member of certain Blink groups where, so I can buy stuff off people. Sure. But like people always post and they'll come up on Facebook like shit, and it's just like they're we like they're fans to a weird point where I'm like. I'm like, get a life. We don't really have the, uh, however you would describe, like, the really d- devoted followers of a band. Now we have stan culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, ter- which which is, is terrible. Uh, if you're a fan of an artist who has designated stan culture, I highly recommend uh, that you don't delve into that because it becomes real toxic real quick. Fair. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, at a level of weirdness where it's, like, people who are, I don't want to say older, but, like, not kids. Like, maybe later teens and 20s and 30s where people are just super weird to it. Like, they're our age, but they're just, like, weird to a point where it's like this isn't necessary sure. yeah it's like it's not even like like you're not fanatical about it it's like it like becomes their identity but i'm not gonna like rag on someone for how they like enjoy their favorite artist yeah no enjoy what you like i'm just saying don't be uh don't be a stalker it's just interesting how that shifted yeah. from like the fanaticism of like the bands from 70s 80s and pop stars and then boy bands and now it's like now we have this i, I guess because of the internet we have stan culture well i feel yeah, like absolutely because kid, of the internet yeah everything that was popular like when we were growing up so i think like late 90s early 2000s right you think of like all the boy bands and girl bands and then like the solo pop artists were like a thing yeah then there's like blink green day um some 41 whatever pop punk and stuff then there's like all the new metal stuff like corn and slipknot was not new metal but you know sort of new metal and then like not is absolutely all that shit new metal. We, 
Well, they're just really heavy. Okay, okay, like they're at one end of the scale, and the other end of the scale, it's like Limp Bizkit, Corn, Slipknot, um, sure, whatever. I feel like any you know. band with a DJ is going to be new metal. Sure, sure, but then and then there's like hip hop of that era, so like Eminem and stuff like that. And I think, like, to me, you look at all that was kind of popular within a short time span. So it's like people had their favorites who they obsessed over. And, like, there's totally huge fans of all that different those different things. But everybody liked that stuff for, like, a short, like, when it was popular. Now I feel like when something's popular, it's, like, more about, oh, I know that song. But people aren't fans of the artist. It's super weird. Sure. Like, with YouTube and Spotify, instead of, like, MTV and buying records, I feel like people... It's like they it, they treat it as entertainment, which it is, but like I feel like people used to have much more of an attachment. And even if it was to a pop artist or a boy band, they loved it. Posters and all kind of shit. Sure. I don't know. I think I think just the whole culture shift now to me is weird. That's fair. I get that. This is a weird episode. I'm just kind of ranting. It's all right. <laughs> Went off the deep end when we brought up the, the Kiss toothbrush. Bro. <laughs> Kiss... We should, like, do a whole episode coming up where we find weird band products or, mer- like, music merch. Sure. We, might have, we might have mentioned it before, but what's the weirdest item you guys own from any band? Oh. Or have owned. Let me think about that. I don't know. Um, I'm sure I'm sure mine's something blink, but I have to think about it. Yeah, I don't I know. Guess, Looking around my I guess the two uh, kind of niche items... Uh, I have the counterpart's lighter. Tight. That says, uh, this says Burn Me Alive on it. Or, or like be the, no, be, be the Burn. That's the lyric, though. And then, uh, Mill got me the Better Oblivion Community Center stress ball. That's kind of awesome. And it's shaped like a house. I want the Lagwagon skate deck, but I fucking didn't buy yeah, it. Yeah, probably some it. skate decks would be the weirdest things I've had. I've never owned a band <laughs> skate deck. I feel like for punk rock, though, like a skate deck isn't weird. It's not, but it's... It's very cool. It's very cool, and it's, it's very specific, but I've had a few. Did you buy um, them, like, to skate, or just to, like, hang up? I bought them to, like, as, like, just, like, pieces to have. I never, yeah. like, rode them. For sure. What do I have that's weird? Um, I don't know. Because we're not talking about, like, obviously, like, clothes and stuff. Sure. But uh, I'm just trying to think of if I, I... I feel like I don't really buy a lot of niche stuff. I may have had some weird Blink items, but, like, even my Blink stuff I've collected over the years is mostly, like... I mean, I have this Tom guitars, but that's not really weird. I had and NFG I socks. Had... Oh, okay. I have NFG. That's, okay, a good point. That's the other band. I have a, um, a tin... And it's a bunch of those guitar picks, and they have different NFG album covers on the That's front. That's cool. So, like, it's not super weird, but it's definitely, like, not a thing that I have of other bands. Oh, I have actual, like, I have New, New Found Glory picks I've gotten from them at shows, which is kind of cool. I had a uh, Norma Jean barbecue sauce in 2006. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, but when, okay, when Oh God, The Aftermath incredible. came out, they released a barbecue sauce called Oh God, The Barbecue Sauce. And I bought some. <laughs> that's cool. That's incredible. And that's huh. before, like, you started seeing bands doing, like, craft hot sauce, coffee, or beer. Yep. I went, I, I didn't buy it, but I was at a show one time, and the store so far were selling grinders, which is kind of cool. That is cool. 
And like I don't know how they got away with that, but it was it was pretty. I mean, cool. they're not I mean, they're, if they're not filled with weed and it's just like this metal thing. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a. Uh... Well, not that, but I feel like the time that I saw them, they were so small that I don't know how they had the money to get those made. Oh shit! Yeah, no idea. You know what I mean? I mean, they were on pure noise, so I guess it's whatever. They have resources. But, like, they were selling... Like, the first time I saw the story so far, like, the first two or three times, their t-shirts were 10 bucks. And, like, what are the t-shirts now? Like, 30? 30 or 35, yeah. But they're, they're like, maybe 30. But depends on the merch rate, probably. But they're huge now. Trey yeah. does their stuff now, and it looks really good. That's true. I mean, I'm kind of, like, bummed out that I don't have anything weird from a band. I'm going to have to go online and order something. Unless I can't think of it. No, that. I want to get something weird now. Well, I'm going to buy a kiss casket want, tonight. The, the, <laughs> thing I want, the, the thing that I want the most is um, there's a Blink-182 throw blanket from the late 90s where it's, like, it's the, the gray t-shirt design with the original, like, the bunny. Yeah. That blanket goes for at least five hundred dollars every time I see it on eBay. The, I want it so bad. Good, I'm not paying five. The guy bucks who owned the it. company who did the blankets for merch now passed away. Really? Yeah. So like, that's a bummer. There's like a like a big thing in in one of the groups are in where everyone's like, oh, like why are the blankets taking so long? It's like, yo, the guy died. Like, and like they're still trying to finish the the order. And I'm like, I'm bummed now because I never got a counterparts one, but uh. I mean, I have all kind. Of, I have all kind of weird stowaway stuff. <laughs> yeah, but that's because that's. I don't know his name, but Skypoint the Merch Now blanket supplier. Skypoint Merch Now blanket Huge guy. Skypoint. You know what's good? We're gonna we're gonna end the pod soon, and then I'm gonna think of like ten weird things that I own from bands because I can't think of anything right now. I think, right. I, I think like bands are doing weapons for a while. Like left weapons. behind did like knives. The, left behind did an axe. That's fucking, that's too much. That's, it's like fucking, like, Supreme. Like, Sanction, Sanction did a knife. That makes perfect sense. You would think I would have more straight from the path weird stuff. I feel like you, you know, I do. I want to say, I mean, I would assume you would. I, I think so, too. I, I just try, I'm trying to think of what. No idea. I'm going to find a way to program my toothbrush to start playing something, I don't know. I think we should start selling stowaway toothbrushes. That'd yeah, cool. I'm, I'm kind of a bad uh, face of that because my teeth are shit. <laughs> I have get by stuff. A lot. Of, I have patches and stickers and buttons. Yeah, but none of that's weird. like weird stuff. That's like shit most fans have. I still have yeah. like a hundred of those fucking patches. I don't know why we ever ordered so many fucking patches. Did you get a deal? <laughs> I think it was part of a merch package we got. Maybe. I have a Blink-182 refrigerator magnet. That's pretty cool. There you go. That's pretty neat. It's like it, it's like a circle, and uh, it has just the uh, self-titled. But I think I feel like somebody made that for me. I don't think that's official. I, just, I have Blink stuff out the ass, so I can't remember Maybe. You know, when, when I got stuff. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should talk about what we've been listening to. and Yeah, cool. Start to... Uh, I just recently found out that Can't Swim is really, really good. Yes. Uh... Their last album, like the with the gold, uh, this this two won't pass. Like the fucking the hard ass album. I think that was their EP though. Yeah, like their random, EP like fucking that was like, like randomly heavy. Their early shit sounds like it's like movements ish, and like the that EP <coughs> they just put out sounds like fucking Pantera. I prefer the I prefer the rock stuff uh, to the to the latest one. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, that's just my preference. But yeah, I never realized they were good, and we were. 
somewhere, like I think we were on our way back from me and Ashley went over to Eric's the other night, and we're on our way back and it was on. I'm like, wow, this is good. Yeah, you guys represented our band hard, so thanks. Oh my, I fucking showed up to Eric's and he, we're both wearing stole away long sleeves, and I'm like, ah, shit, this is the same. Well, the same one, it's the so same funny. shirt, price, same size, and like we don't look that far apart from each other. <laughs> It was so sick. I loved that. I was like, yo. It was cool. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Can't Swim lately. Um, I want to say I thought of two things. I, I have Blink-182 Christmas wrapping paper. That's, how did you not yeah, think of that? That's, that's the, so that's incredibly the, specific. That's the best yeah. one out of, out of I, I I was trying to think, and then I realized I have that, and I also have, um, there's one other thing that I was thinking of. I'm sorry to keep dragging this on, but it came to mind. Um, but anyways, uh, I've been listening to... I listened to This Time Next Year, the uh, Movie Life record. Not the movie. Great, great. Today. Yeah, I love that. Um, I've been listening to some old Linkin Park and uh, a bunch of Outkast. Beautiful. Outkast is under-fucking-appreciated. Incredibly. Yep. I love like, Outkast. Especially, 100%. like, really old. Like, really old Outkast. Like, don't get me wrong. Speaker Box Love Below is a great record. But stuff before that... AT Aliens. AT Aliens. That is... Stankonia, Stankonia yeah. and Equemini are all Equemini is probably fire. the most underrated. Uh, ATL is my favorite for sure. It's the hardest by a land. It's fucking real but hard. That's like they're all driving just... fucking slow, smoking blunts music. <laughs> they're all so good. So I've been listening to a bunch of Outkast. Oh, God, I fucking love Outkast so much. Uh, I've been listening to the end of Heartache a bunch. I've, I've been listening to the end of Heartache a bunch for the last like fifteen years. I have, I actually haven't I actually haven't listened to it for a bit, and uh, just for inspiration, uh, working on our album, I'm like, oh, like I should probably put on like the greatest metalcore record ever. So it absolutely really is. It's like one A and one B, that and of Malice, in my opinion. But I, don't, sure. I think I think the end of Heartache doesn't get enough credit just for how damn good it is and how everybody rips it off. Everybody rips oh, it off. Everybody rips it off. This isn't that weird, but I have stick to your guns beat shorts. That's pretty tight. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. The end of heartache. The end of heartache is so good. And I was talking to Steve about how a rose for Sharon, a rose of Sharon has a different tone because yeah, the amp broke. The frame. Yeah, that tone though on that song, that frame is was so good. It's slightly different. Because, like, the, it sounds consistent, like, throughout the record, but you could just tell that one just sounds a little bit better than the rest of the album. True. Such a great record. Um, other than that, uh... That record, albums. like, sounds... The, the production on that record, like, if it was even to, like, where we are standard-wise today, still sounds better than every record. Yeah, I think it sounds, well, I think it sounds better than, uh... Daylight Dies. I, 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 and I ride for Daylight Dies for a while. I, I was love like, oh, Daylight Dies again, very much. Like, first record I ever bought. And I'm like, oh, this is like the best one. But I'm like, nah, I, end of heartache. I, I'll, I'll concede now that it's that it's the, the GOAT. Other than that, I've just been listening to a band called Landscapes. They're like a melodic hardcore band for a while, from like until like 2015. And I revisited their, their last album, Modern Earth. Really cool. And, uh, uh, Casey's last record as well, where I go when I'm sleeping. Just a classic melodic hardcore record. I love Casey. And then uh, Chambers' new song that came out today. Oh, nice. For the Moshers. Very cool. 
All right, so uh, I guess uh, that's pretty much sums it up for this week. We started talking about boy bands and ended with a chamber song. <laughs> I mean, we you know what? That's that's that's, that's what like we do on brand. This is status quo. Sure. Um, so I guess we'll catch up with you guys next week on something something fun. I, I think I'm gonna um, throw up a poll of a few different topics so we can see gauge some interest because I know we have a di- couple different ones in the works. Yeah, sure. That's actually a really good call. And before we go off. Um, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be uh, a day after, but Thursday's Larry's birthday. Oh, hey, yeah. So, Thanks. So huge huge HB to our guy. HB. HB. And uh, it's uh, Thursday, right? This it is, is Thursday. This is Thursday? Okay. I, yeah, because mine's... Okay. I just have to make sure it was Thursday because this will come out on Friday. So anyways, so go... If you didn't tell him happy birthday yesterday, fuck you. And go <laughs> tell him... Go go tell him happy belated birthday and uh, <laughs> that's so sick. Use 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 promo code fuck you for ten percent off anything at our merch store. <laughs> um, when we do have merch like a merch store, that is going yeah. to be real <laughs> as fuck. It's never going to be promoted, but if you try it, if it's you know you know, it. yeah, it's on a if you know you know basis. And if if it's fuck you, you get ten percent off of that. Her, hurl insults. Promo code fuck. Hurl insults at checkout. One of them might work. <laughs> Fucking whoever has the best insult. Um, if you listen to this, whoever has the best insult, send it to us. We'll rank them, and whoever's number one, we'll send a free T-shirt when we print shirts. Free and in, free international shipping with yes pusio. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right, y'all. Take it easy. All right. Peace. Peace.